Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. A coach will lose his job quicker in college, uh, faster, if he has too many kids getting in trouble off the field, as opposed to too many kids getting beat deep in cover three coverage nowadays. Um, you know, if if the too many kids are attached to you that are bringing heat on our staff and our school, then you'll go just as quick as not being able to coach cover three or cover two. It's intercepted! Picked up by Alex Molden! Welcome to The Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. So welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden, once again, coming coming to you. Um, I am very uh, thankful for you guys who who tune in each and every week. Um, I want to make sure, I want to put this out there, make sure you you rate, give me a rating. I like five stars. All right, I think four stars too, but give me five stars. If you think it's, if if that, if my, me and my guest, are we live up to that. So I'd love for you to give me a rating, give me a review, and then make you, make sure you subscribe. Um, because, you know, you know, what, what we do on this show is, you know, we we uncover things, things that's going to elevate you, things that's going to elevate you as a person and as a leader. Okay, so um, I love talking with people. I love having great conversations with people to kind of see where their journey, how how it's how did they become so successful? 
and I love hearing origin stories. And so my guest this week, his name is Terrence Wood. Um, he's a former DB, went to University of or I should say Colorado University back in the day. Um, and he has something that is it, it's pretty cool. And I'm gonna let him talk a little bit more about it, but it's 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 called Before You Go Pro. So really it breaks down things and it helps these athletes out of high school before they start going, you know, thinking, you know, having all these these dreams of playing pro ball, but it breaks things down for them so it can put them in the best position to have success. Because there's some things out there as parents that I don't know about what it, you know, getting a how to put yourself in the best position to get a scholarship for your child. So he's been doing this for quite some time. I've been following him for a couple of years now. Um, but I, I, I want to just, you know, just just leave it right there. But Terrence, thank you so much for, for being a guest on the Shark Effect. Um, can you tell us, me and my listeners, a little bit more about um, who you are and what you're doing now? Well, first and foremost, Alex, thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity. You have an amazing platform. Obviously, uh, people know you from your playing days and and your son's doing amazing. So, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, You know, like you said, former player myself. So I know that many of our experiences are the same. Uh, My grandfather is a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Uh, Willie Wood played back in the Vince Lombardi Green Bay Packer days. So I, to a certain extent, grew up with football in the blood, you know, and uh, started playing when I was nine years old. The goal and the dream was always to get to my grandfather's level. Uh, my dad played. He played I had some semi-pro ball, had a cup of tea in the USFL. So football was in our family blood. It was the family business. And, uh, you know, after my playing career, I felt like Alex, and I don't know if you felt this way, but it felt like many of the lessons that I learned, I learned a little too late and I didn't get to really fully capitalize. And to a certain extent, I felt like I was a little chewed up and spit out of the industry. So, you know, that's when we created Before You Go Pro, which is a mentoring and recruiting program for high school, junior college football players. We stay with our athletes the entire duration of their football career. And the goal is really to see them transition successfully out of football. So uh, that's kind of the the Cliff Notes version of uh, my journey. Love that. Love that. So 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 when you talk about like mentoring like what's what does that look like in terms of like helping these helping these um, these young athletes and are they and are they all uh, football players or the different sports? What does that look like? So for us, it's really a number of different things, Alex. Because as you know, all of these young men, these athletes, and it is just football players right now. It's uh, high school and junior college prep school football players that aspire to play at the college level. Um, So that's who we work with. And mentoring can be different for each young man. You know, we have group um, opportunities where they can tap into community-based things, but also there are athletes that we work with on an individual level. 
And, and that can be a mixed bag of uh, mentoring tactics and, and things that we use to break through with those young men. Some of them come from different households or maybe they're in different school situations. So it's really about being there to support them, um, listening and learning to their personal situations, their goals, um, helping them see kind of what's around the corner that they may not see yet. Uh, it's a lot of Zoom calls. It's a lot of phone calls. We have kids that are about to play their first game of the season tonight. So we'll be making voice memos uh, to, to support those young men and, and root them on. Um, some of them have mental health things that they're working on. Mm -hmm. So it's about providing the resources, the guidance and support uh, when we talk about mentoring these boys. Love that. Love that. Tell my listeners, man, and myself, like what are some, a couple of things that as parents that, you know, parents of athletes, athletes who are aspiring to, to go to the next level, what are some things that we might be missing? What are some things that, that we just don't know that if somebody like yourself shine a light on that, man, it can help us out so so much farther than just getting my 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 son, you know, the the proper trainer or the proper coach in the off season. What are some some things that he said, man, I didn't know, but if you can do this for your son, this will put him in a great position to get um, more eyes, more opportunities for scholarships. That's a great question right there. And a lot of times, Alex, um, and, and I'm sure you knew, and, and maybe Elijah, I know you have other athletes in the family. Um, a lot of times these kids already know what they want to do. They know how far they want to go. They know who they want to be like. They know at a very young age. So in my opinion, the recruiting process or getting your kid a level ahead of everybody else, a step ahead of everybody else starts with the high school decision. You know, so when they're in seventh or eighth grade, if you know that they want to be at a, a college one day as a student athlete, maybe even have professional opportunities, um, that high school decision is a lot more important than people think. Um, you know, what does your son want to accomplish? Your son played at Washington. Um, now I know that he wants to play in the Pac-12. Uh, the school I'm sending him to has never sent anyone Pac-12. Now that doesn't mean it's, it's a no, but it means I need to be proactive. I might need to do some different things. I may need to have uh, some more resources than this school provides because they've never done what my son wants to do. They've never sent a kid Pac-12, you know? So there's there's things that are kind of common sense things that we need to have our antennas up for. Also, once your, your son is actually in high school, there's things that you want to have in place. Uh, the eligibility center, which deems a young man eligible or not based off of his poor GPA and his SAT, ACT scores. You want to be proactive with the eligibility center. Um, things like camps. Now, not all camps are created equal. 
I'm a firm believer, and we tell our athletes to go to college-sponsored camps first, where the actual college coaches are working with the athletes. Um, you know, this is a business. Some of these uh, parents are business people. Some of them aren't. But, you know, business is uh, about money. Obviously, that's a huge part of business. So you want to keep that in mind, parents, when um, you're trying to figure out if someone's serious or not about your child. Um, you can follow the dollars. If they're just sending mail, snail mail, um, maybe a couple DMs, that's great. But that doesn't cost anybody any money. Once they start saying you can come to our camp for free, once they start coming to see you and visit you in your home, once they fly you and your family out, those are things that cost money. That means they're serious. So the beautiful thing, Alex, about this student athlete uh, lifestyle and the level that it's gotten to is that a lot of times things are timeline based. Um, they're money-based, you know, and, and so you can kind of read the tea leaves. Ah, uh, that's interesting. What about these camps that um, that they don't have coaches there, but they have like, uh, what is it, Scout 24-7 or, uh, you know, these different entities that they do ratings. And so you know, the importance yeah. of getting a rating, which is like a two star, three star, four, you know, you hear these five star athletes. How do, how do you actually be, become a four star or five star athlete? Do you have to go to the camps that, that are sponsored by these, these different um, companies? Great question. And obviously all of the parents and the kids nowadays, hey, how do I get my stars up? You know, yeah. how, how do I become a four or five star? Um, you know, once again, business that was all created uh, to make money, you know, the, the rating system and, and uh, the evaluation process. So, you know, there's kind of two rules of thumb. Um, of course, it's good to be recognized. Of course, it's good to have the general public say you're the man. But at the end of the day, there's too much money riding on the college coaches' jobs, um, wins and losses, for them to rely solely on a rating system to pick their athletes. Um, a lot of times the ratings don't pan out. A young man could be a five or four star and he doesn't even hit the field. LSU just had a quarterback quit who was a five or a four star guy named Miles Brennan because he couldn't get on the field. They kept replacing him. So as far as getting stars, yeah, if you got them, great. But if you don't, um, you don't have to worry about someone not giving you a scholarship or, or liking you. Now, um, at these camps and showcases, uh, that's one way that recruits, potential recruits can get stars added to the end of their name. Um, obviously, if you're balling out in your hometown and you're on the local news all the time, you're in the newspaper, um, the media publications are starting to talk, talk about you, that's going to get out. So people will start to rate you higher. Um, if you have the measurables, uh, now, what the rating companies like a 24-7 Sports will tell you is that their ratings are not necessarily based 
on kids going to college. Their ratings, Alex, are based on pro potential. So if they have a kid that's a five or a four star, they believe that that's a kid who's going to get drafted one day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not necessarily on the your your projection at the college level. It's even further than that. And wow. obviously, we know that nobody can project uh, really that good because um, you guys got you got guy like Devonte Adams who went to Fresno State out of the Bay Area. And uh, nobody thought he was going to be big time. And now he's probably uh, the top receiver in the NFL, you know, and he was a two star kid, three star kid, you know. So um, it's very interesting, but I don't think you need to to worry too much about the ratings. I would more so focus on the five or four schools that are really going to recruit you and be laser focused on building the relationship with five or four schools. Love that. Building the relationship. And so you're talking about ratings on athleticism. What are some of the things that these kids and or parents can also demonstrate or show like their character? You talk about rating character, right? Because now it's becoming so much of a um it's becoming a buzzword because the whole Deshaun Watson deal. And there's been, you know, there's been people like that at the highest level that, yes, they got higher amount of talent, but then their you know, some of their actions showed their truth, like their character. Like, what are some of the things that that um, these parents or these kids can showcase the type of character that they have, not just athleticism? Great question. And and actually, I want to um, start by reminding the parents and the athletes that this isn't just football. And you know this, Alex, obviously, but this isn't just football. This is actually the entertainment industry. And the entertainment industry is based off of money. So a Deshaun Watson, um, a Pac-Man Jones, some of these people that you see do things and get away with it, they can do it because they bring money to people. They bring money. They're very valuable to people in the industry. Um, not everybody is as talented as Deshaun Watson. There's probably 10 to 8 people in the world who can do what Deshaun Watson can do on the football field as an entertainer, on a stage. So what he did, which was, um, you know, basically uh, have some women do some things that they didn't want to do at the massage parlor. Uh, what, you know, he was never officially convicted, but it's enough where he needs to be suspended and there's been some money paid to these ladies. Mm-hmm. So a lot of young men, Alex, would be blackballed. They would not have a chance to play in the NFL or at their college anymore if things like this came out about them. The reason why he, um, now his suspension got lengthened, but the reason why he will be on an NFL field again is because of something you guys call talent tolerance. Talent tolerance. And the entertainment industry, whether you're in music, Hollywood, sports, Once you get to a certain point and you're making people money, 
the entertainment industry will tolerate certain things as long as you have the talent to back it up, as long as you're going to help them make their money back. Um, most people would not survive what Deshaun Watson has survived and some of these a- other athletes. So to answer your question, character is huge right now. It is like back when we played Alex, it was like talent, grades, you know, uh, now it's like talent, character, grades, you know, it's talent is a hot button topic in every NFL organization and every college athletic department. And if you can showcase that you have impeccable talent, then you will be rated, graded behind the closed doors higher than the next young man. You'll you'll help them make their decision easier. You guys all have a worldwide platform in social media. Um, So you can project who you want to be on social media. If you want to be all about rap videos and put your guns on the table and smoke a bunch of wheat, you can do that on social media. If you want to show that you help the community, that you got good grades, that you're a team captain, you need to show that on social media. Show me the things that are going to help sell you to me. And um, character is huge. Character is huge right now. Love that, man. Talking about social media. And I know you're dialed in. You're connected with a lot of different uh, college football coaches, high level college football coaches. What are they? How do they go about recruiting an athlete? Do they talk to the coach? Do they um, do they, you know, check out their social media, their Twitter? Do they how do they go about like finding the, the yes the talent but also who they are like their character how do they go about what are some of the questions that these college coaches ask so college coaches have to do a good job and they have so many people helping now support staff now that are i mean it's just a whole new ball game that a lot of the colleges alex mimic um nfl nba front offices so they pretty much have a GM. They pretty much have all the elements that a pro front office would have. So there's some people really digging into the background of these student athletes. They're not even just digging into the background of the student athlete. They're digging into the background of the parents, too, because, you know, the apple tree mentality that if uh, the parent is wild, most likely their, their child's going to be a little wild too. You mm. know, so um, there's too much money on the line. They're digging into everybody's background. We're only picking about 15 to 20 kids per year. If I'm USC, if I'm the University of Texas, I'm picking about 15 to 20 kids. So, you know, I could be picky and I need to be picky because I don't want to miss somebody that actually would have showed up better on my campus than this kid just because he had four stars. So we're going to look at everybody's social media. I'm going to see also what you're reposting, you know, so sometimes it's not what you literally post yourself, but it's what you repost that gives me a little insight into your mindset, into your mentality. I'm also going to be asking the coaching staff about you at the school you play with. I may be asking teachers 
I may be asking the local janitor or the lady who's handing out the food at the training table at that junior college. I'm trying to gather any information I can to get a picture so that I'm making an educated guess that's not going to make me lose my job. A coach will lose his job quicker in college, uh, faster, if he has too many kids getting in trouble off the field as opposed to too many kids getting beat deep in cover three coverage nowadays. Um, you know, if if the too many kids are attached to you that are bringing heat on our staff and our school, then you'll go just as quick as not being able to coach cover three or cover two or man, man, man under. Mm, that's good. That's good. So what are some questions that these athletes, these student athletes and, and their parents, what are some questions they should be asking uh, these coaches when they're in the when they're being recruited? What what type of questions should they be asking these coaches? So there's questions like how many other athletes from my area um, are already at your school, you know, where my son is going to have some familiarity. Um, there's questions like, what are some of the athletes doing that didn't go pro from your school? Um, are you guys still supporting them and helping them get jobs or uh, become more intertwined with the community? Um, there are questions, you know, what you really want to do as a parent, because you're gifting your child, you're gifting your most precious asset to that university, to that coaching staff. You gave Elijah to the Washington coaching staff, um, hoping that you would get back a strong young man, you know? Um, and, and so as a parent, I'm thinking about what it's going to take to make my son whole or my daughter whole. And does this university have what it takes? Does this college staff have what it takes? Um, because what people fail to realize, especially if we're talking scholarship, Alex, what people fail to realize is that this is business. So we're talking about a partnership. We're talking about a partnership. You could have went to other schools besides Oregon, but you felt like Oregon was the best partnership for what you wanted to accomplish. And that's what these parents have to keep in mind. So when I think of a partnership, are you going to uh, help my son become a better man, young man? Are you going to help him academically? Um, are there mental health resources available? What's the protocol if things are off track? What's the protocol to get me involved as the parent? Do you guys try to keep that away from me? You know, um, what's the protocol for uh, uh, him after their sport? You know, um, are there internships? How many freshmen played last year? Why did you choose them to play as, as opposed to the other younger kids? You know, so we actually give our athletes a whole manual of questions to ask things that they should be alert for. See, keep in mind, Alex, it's not just what you ask, it's what you see too, right? Yeah, buddy. this is sales. Yeah. That coach is going to tell you, that coach is going to tell you whatever he got to tell you 
to get Alex Molden on his campus, to get Elijah Molden on his campus. Um, but what am I seeing? What are the actions I'm seeing? When I'm on that recruiting trip, I know what the coach is going to tell me, but let me talk to this kid who's third string and see what he thinks. Mm. You know, so there's there's not just questions, but there's things that you got to be watching. Mm, love that, Terrence. Love that. So how can my um, how can my 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 listeners, how can they get more of you? How you have a website, uh, social media. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Do you have a book. Yes. Yes. So everything is at Before You Go Pro. And the reason why I named it just came to me in the shower one day, a blessing. (laughs) Um, We named it Before You Go Pro because all of these kids want to go pro. They want to do what you did, Alex, what your son is doing. But there's some things you have to know before you go pro, you know, so that's why it's it's Before You Go Pro. So everything is, is at Before You Go Pro. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Everything is at Before You Go Pro. You guys, please connect. We do love to connect. Even if you just have questions, uh, we work solely with football players, but obviously a lot of this stuff correlates to the other uh, uh, sports too, and we can point you in the right direction. But it's at Before You Go Pro on social media. And then as far as our website, it's www.beforeyougopro.com. Let me, Terrence, let me tell you something, man, because I've been watching you on social media and you, you know, you come with your lives and you get, and man, so much information that comes through that. And I was like, man I, man, I didn't know that, you know what I'm saying? Like really helping out people make better decisions um, or putting them in the best position to make a decision for their son to, you know, to go play at the next level. And I know I, I get hit up so much, right? Cause I'm still coaching high school football and I get hit up so much by parents, mostly dads, uh, and they're asking me questions about like the whole recruiting process and, and whatnot. Now, now Elijah, he was a different animal because he had a lot of schools, you know, recruiting him. He could have taken his pick. But then there's other people that are like, man, they're they're right on the they're right on the bubble of getting college paid for, or at least even a partial. So they ask me questions. And this gives me another resource. I can tell them, hey, man, you got to go check out before you go pro. Check them on Instagram. Check them out. So having you on here really helps me out because now I can just direct them to this <laughs> this specific episode because you're giving out some great nuggets of information. Yes. And so I want to thank you, T. I really appreciate you and everything that yes. you're doing. Oh, no problem at all, Alex. And, and you know, the shark effect and what you're doing is giving jewels, giving gems. Um, obviously, you are a hell of a player, but you are a hell of a dad and a hell of a mentor coach. I want to give you your flowers, too, man. Been watching you since uh, you were knocking out Frank Madu and in the flat. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, man, it is definitely a pleasure and a joy, uh, for me. And that's a, that's a Bay area native. That's one of my guys. So, uh, we said, Ooh, man, who's this cat, uh, knocking out Frank like that. But, uh, no, man, you are doing, I mean, just everything you've accomplished to still be willing to give back and coach. And we know that's not easy and that's a volunteer type role. So, man, I really want to give you your flowers and thank you. Well, thank you very much, man. It's it's, it's something, um, you know, I, I love sharing some of the, the knowledge, some of the things that I've learned, 
both on the field and off the football field. Because, you know, when you can when you can take principles, foundational principles, and you can apply that to every part of your life, man, now that makes you become better. That becomes you makes you become it can help you become a better person, become a better leader, become a better husband, become a better wife, whatever. So um, and, and that's what I want to do. I want to help change this world and make it better. So I'm doing my little bitty small piece, man. And I'm using this platform. I'm using this platform of uh, podcasting to do that, man. So, hey, Terrence, thank you so much for your time. I love to have you on again, man. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for Higher Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version, or you can get it on Kindle. And who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tra- to transition, what, whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever. If you're looking to transition into something different, this book can help you. I break it down. I lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you got to understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Um, recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter developing your own procedures creating relationship roadmaps using adversity to your advantage right because we all go through tough times but how do you flip it how do you use it to power you okay and then developing your own standards so these are things that can help anybody not just not just athletes now there's some stories in there you know, that covers topics that, that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.